Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Deuteronomy 4. Israel urged to obey God's law. Now, O Israel, listen to the statute and the judgments which I am teaching you to perform so that you may live and go in and take possession of the land which the Lord, the God of your fathers, is giving you. You shall not add to the word which I am commanding you, nor take away from it, that you may keep the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you. Your eyes have seen what the Lord has done in the case of Baal Peor. For all the men who followed Baal Peor, the Lord your God has destroyed them from among you. But you are held fast to the Lord your God are alive today, every one of you. See, I have taught you statutes and judgments, just as the Lord my God commanded me, that you should do thus in the land where you are entering to possess it. So keep and do them, for that is your wisdom and your understanding in the sight of the peoples who will hear all these statutes and say, Surely this great nation is a wise and understanding people. For what great nation is there that has a God so near to it as is the Lord our God whenever we call on him? Or what great nation is there that his statutes and judgments are righteous as this whole law which I am setting before you today? Only give heed to yourself and keep your soul diligently so that you do not forget the things which your eyes have seen and they do not depart from your heart all the days of your life. But make them known to your sons and your grandsons. Remember, The day you stood before the Lord your God at Horeb, when the Lord said to me, Assemble the people to me, that I may let them hear my words, so they may learn to fear me all the days they live on the earth, and that they may teach their children. You came near and stood at the foot of the mountain, and the mountain burned with fire to the very heart of the heavens, darkness, cloud, and thick gloom. Then the Lord spoke to you from the midst of the fire. You heard the sound of words, but you saw no form, only a voice. 
So he declared to you his covenant, which he commanded you to perform, that is, the Ten Commandments. And he wrote them on two tablets of stone. The Lord commanded me at that time to teach you statutes and judgments that you might perform them in the land where you're going over to possess it. So watch yourselves carefully. Since you did not see any form on the day that the Lord spoke to you at Horeb from the midst of the fire, so that you do not act corruptly and make a graven image for yourselves in the form of any figure, the likeness of male or female, the likeness of any animal that is on the earth, the likeness of any winged bird that flies in the sky, the likeness of anything that creeps on the ground, the likeness of any fish that is in the water below the earth, and beware not to lift up your eyes to heaven and see the sun and the moon and the stars and all the host of heaven and be drawn away and worship them and serve them, those which the Lord your God has allotted to all the peoples under the whole heaven. But the Lord has taken you and brought you out of the iron furnace from Egypt to be a people for his own possession as today. Now the Lord was angry with me on your account and swore that I would not cross the Jordan, that I would not enter the good land which the Lord your God has given you as an inheritance. For I will die in this land. I shall not cross the Jordan, but you shall cross and take possession of this good land. So watch yourselves that you do not forget the covenant of the Lord your God, which he made with you, and make for yourselves a graven image in any in the form of anything against which the Lord your God has commanded you. For the Lord your God is a consuming fire, a jealous God. When you became the father of children and the children's children and have remained long in the land and act corruptly and make an idol in the form of anything and do that which is evil in the sight of the Lord your God so as to provoke him to anger, I call heaven and earth to witness against you today that you will surely perish quickly from the land where you are going over to the Jordan to possess it. You shall not live long on it, but will be utterly destroyed. The people will scatter you among the peoples and you will be left few in number among the nations where the Lord drives you. There you will serve gods, the work of man's hands, wood and stone, which neither see nor hear nor eat nor smell. But from there you will seek the Lord your God and you will find him if you search for him with all your heart and all your soul. When you are in distress and all these things have come upon you, in the latter days you will return to the Lord your God and listen to his voice. For the Lord your God is a compassionate God. He will not fail you, nor destroy you, nor forget the covenant with your fathers, which he swore to them. Indeed, ask now concerning the former days which were before you since the day that God created man on the earth, and inquire from one end of the heavens to the other. Has anything been done like this great thing, or has anything been heard like it? Has many, any people heard the voice of God speaking from the midst of fire, as you have heard it and survived? Or has a God tried to go and take for himself a nation from within another nation by trials, by signs and wonders, or by war, and by a mighty hand, and by an outstretched arm, and by great terror as terrors as the Lord your God did for you in Egypt before your eyes? To you it was shown that you might know that the Lord, he is God. There is no other besides him. Out of the heavens, he lets you hear his voice to discipline you. And on earth, he lets you see his great fire, and you heard his words from the midst of the fire, because he loved your fathers. Therefore, he chose their descendants after them, and he personally brought you from Egypt by his great power, driving out from before you nations greater and mightier than you, to bring you in and to give you their land for an inheritance as it is today. Know therefore today, and take it to your heart that the Lord, he is God in heaven above and on the earth below, 
There is no other. So you shall keep his statutes and his commandments, which I am giving you today, that it may go well with you and with your children after you, and that you may live long on the land which the Lord your God is giving you for all time. Then Moses set apart three cities across the Jordan to the east, that a manslayer might flee there, who unintentionally slew his neighbor and without having enmity toward him in the time past. And by fleeing to one of these cities, he might live. Bezer, in the wilderness on the plateau for the Reubenites, and Ramoth, in Gilead for the Gadites, and Golan, in Bashan for the Manasites. Now this is the law which Moses set before the sons of Israel. These are the testimonies and the statutes and the ordinances which Moses spoke to the sons of Israel when they came out from Egypt, across the Jordan, in the valley opposite Beth Peor, in the land of Sion, king of the Amorites who lived at Heshbon, whom Moses and the sons of Israel defeated when they came out from Egypt. They took possession of his land and the land of Og, king of Bashan, the two kings of the Amorites who were across the Jordan to the east from Aror, which is on the edge of the valley of Arnon, even as far as Mount Sion, that is Hermon, with all the Arabah across the Jordan to the east, even as far as the sea of the Arabah at the foot of the slopes of Pisgah. There's a lot of parts of Old Testament that um, they've just kind of silenced or just left out of Christian teaching. It's amazing. Um, I think here's one of the big ones. In Deuteronomy, book five of the Torah, as Moses is sitting here and he's speaking exactly what God has done and what he's said, and he's just kind of reflecting back to the people. It says here, you're supposed to, you know, keep the commandments, teach them to your children, keep them forever. Yet, as Christians, we're taught to stop. And we're taught to stop because of a miss, a false um, understanding of what we're seeing in the New Testament. But it's as we are being taught this. There's been generation after generation after generation where he says, um, or where they have been taught changing what he said. God said, do this forever. Do not fail to miss it and do not stop. I am the Lord your God. I do not change. Yet, then we're supposed to believe that all of a sudden, Jesus was born, he lived, he died, he rose again, therefore we changed. Does that make sense? But here, in fact, I saw this recently. Um, it's just a thought, just think of this. So in the very beginning, uh, the enemy was trying to pervert and... Um, to kind of mess up the people by having, by tempting them to break God's laws and commandments. And then, supposedly, Jesus came to fix that so that we can break God's laws. 
And now, Christians are being taught that keeping God's commandments is evil. Sounds to me like the enemy won. God asked us to keep his commandments. In fact, here's here's the big part that I see here in Deuteronomy 4. He said, this is my word. Do not add to it. Do not take from it. And he said that in the Torah. He said that in Deuteronomy. He said that out of Moses' mouth early on. Yet when you ask Christians, we're taught and we're shown how, yeah, that's said in Revelation, the last book. Well, there already was a last book. They can't both be right. Now, I'm not saying that we we discount and get rid of the New Testament. That's not what I'm saying at all. But I'm saying it takes some thought to look into. Why are we so quickly just dismissing the Old Testament and what God said there and then only accepting the New Testament? When, when Jesus read the scriptures, it was the Old Testament. It was the Torah, which is the first five books. It was the Tanakh, which would be the books of wisdom and of the prophets. Yet, whenever we visualize Jesus reading the scriptures, it's like he opens up to the letter of Paul to the Ephesians. That's a great book. But Jesus didn't read it. But anyways, I think that the whole point is what God said here still counts for today. He asked us to keep his commands, that we would have success, that we would take take uh, the possession of what he's promised us and the blessings that we he has for us in our lives. He said, don't fail to do it. And again, I know I've mentioned this over and over again, but this is a pretty big word. God did not say anywhere in this text that you must live perfectly. He said, I just ask that you give me diligence this diligently a serious effort diligently keep my commandments so father thank you that you have grace enough that um, even though we do mess up we still have the opportunity to just apply diligence that we can just put forth an effort and a serious effort that it's not perfection it's perfection that we desire to achieve but it's not perfection that you're expecting from us. You know that we're flawed. And that's why you gave us the way. And that's why your son came and died on the cross and rose again. Because we are flawed. Thank you that you make us perfect in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope that uh, that blesses you, either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family, uh, some time around God's Word, and uh, of course, that is great. I love that, and I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org. 
and um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, But again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless. Thank you.